No Catch Up Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little. Nick the Quick joining me on the road. I'm if you're listening to this, I'm actually in Germany. I'm about to watch the Super Bowl in Germany. But me and Quick wanted to make sure we got y'all an episode to get y'all some thoughts on how we feel on the Super Bowl going into uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Quick, what's going on? What's going on, man? Yeah, coming coming via mobile today, man. I had to give had to give the people what they want, man. I saw you was uh you said some douce earlier in the week, man. How you feeling? <laughs> how's, how's that cognac sitting, man? In the belly. <laughs> Yo, low key. Shout out Art for joining the show on Tuesday. You're actually going to see Art again next week. Uh, him and Nick the Quick are going to fill in while I'm out of town as well. I'll be back the following week. But, bruh, a couple sips of that, and you feel it right away. Oh, yeah. Like, off the top. Yak, man. It's that yak, yeah. bro. Like, it's like have you, have you, have, Has it been a minute since you drank some yak? I don't think so, but <laughs> I don't know what it was, bro. Man, it might have been the lights in the studio. It might have just been it yeah. was a Tuesday. but. Five. I legit, yeah. I, yeah, I legit poured half a sip in my joint, and I was feeling, I was feeling all right. You know what I'm saying? It's that potion, man. Yeah, it's nothing but game in a bottle. That's straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But your first thought, yeah. yeah, go ahead. But no, I was gonna say yeah. I checked out the episode, man. Uh, some good thoughts on there, man. I like what you guys are talking about, like some of the AD breakdown. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Obviously, you're 100% right. If you think he's coming to the Bulls and there's any chance we can convince him to come to the Bulls, you are sadly mistaken. Because the same way we've been watching this Bulls front office the last few years, it's the same way players have been watching this Bulls front office the last few years, and nobody wants to come and be a part of this. So, no, sit back, enjoy the show, watch the trade sweepstakes, but uh, it ain't going to benefit the Bulls, not one bit. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I think we made it pretty clear on that episode, and yeah, I mean... Forget you, you can forget all that dreaming. That's a that's a that's a pipe dream. If there's ever been one, it's beyond a pipe dream. It's not even it's not even close. But let's talk about this Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Super Brady, Bowl my Brady Bowl number Brady Bowl number nine. <laughs> Super Bowl fifty three. New England Patriots, Los Angeles Rams. You know what is crazy about all this? Is it really is his ninth Super Bowl, bro? Nine. It's, Nine times. It's actually, like, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. And he's bought with hey, it's, it's been three of the last you know four. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's ridiculous that so many of them have come in the second part of his career, too. You know what I mean? Like, this is the third straight one, and he's 41 years old. So it's not like he collected a bunch of them at the beginning and then is, you know, coming back this year. It's like he, he they, they seem to keep going to more Super Bowls the older he gets. It defies logic. Yeah, because but, he had those first three wins early in his career. Yeah. And then he went on a 10-year drought where they didn't win one. They had went to a couple but didn't win. Right. It was like, I think, I'm pretty sure it's 05 to 2015. They had a 10-year drought where they didn't get any rings. They were still competing. It was oh seven when they had Randy Moss. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. They lost those two to the Giants, kind of in the middle, and that right. that leaves out Wes Welker. He doesn't have a ring. You just kind of automatically think he has a ring because of all, all those right. numbers and all those catches he put up. 
He never got a ring with Brady. So there's that gap. But yeah, that's a good point, man. They come. He had a, that crazy run in the beginning, and now it's the crazy run at the end. And if you really sit back and just think about non-Super Bowls, like as much as I've been hating on the Patriots and Belichick and just that whole conglomerate that is the Patriots, they get it done. Yep, consistently. Game opened at a pick'em and has now moved to New England minus two and a half. Over under started at 58 and a half and is now 56 and a half. Let's get right into it, and then we could talk about why we're leaning this way. Who do you got in the game? I got the Pats. Uh, I got the Pats. I think I got it at two. Um, like oh, you already took it. You booked it. Yeah, I booked it. I booked it a few days back. Um, I already, yeah, I was waiting for it. I missed the open at even, but I don't know how long that was going to go for. It, it couldn't um, have been long. Already, I, yeah, that had to go quick. So, I, yeah, I took, uh, I took the Pats, laying a couple points over there, but I'm feeling really good about it, definitely taking the Pats. On the over-under, man, I really don't know. Um, Super Bowls are so hit or miss. Um, you know, obviously, it's in Atlanta, so that's, that's indoor in a dome, so weather's not going to play not gonna play any effect at all. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm torn on the over-under. What do you got? I hate, it pains me to say this, but I got the Patriots. And honestly, I don't really think it's all that close. I think they win the game by like 10 points. I honestly would take the Pats at minus four, minus five almost. Gotcha. You're I, very confident. Yeah, I, I'm pretty confident. I think that Brady, the way he's getting the ball out, and I understand Aaron Donald and Sue and those boys are going to be coming, but it seems like he's going to be getting the ball out and he knows where to go with it right now. I know that's not the most in-depth analysis, but I think the way he's getting the rock out, they're almost impossible to beat. And I think it's one of those games where if it's going to be a shootout, Brady just turns it on and shoots him out. Yeah, I think if it's a shootout and Brady needs to shoot him out, he can do that, no problem. And I think if it becomes one of those... Both defenses are locked in, which I don't really see happening, but it could be possible that whether it's, you know, nerves are in play and points aren't coming as easy as they they might they did last week in, or two weeks ago in Kansas City, that they can kind of grind them away with the run game as well, with Michelle, White, and and, uh, and Burkhead. So I, which they showed last week that they're not afraid to do, right? What do we say? Forty was it forty-eight rushes or thirty-eight rushes? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it was something up there high. But yeah, like like I said, if they need to just run the ball, and it has to become one of those games where they just grind out the clock, and it becomes a possession thing, they can do that. And if it's one of those things where Brady looks up and he's like, "Fuck, I got to score forty-five," then I think he can do that too. You know what I mean? So I, I got to go with the Pats, and I think. Um, you know how the Rams started the game last week in New Orleans? Yeah. I think they come out like that, and I think it, it, it lingers a little longer than it did in New Orleans. That's why I see, hey, that's is, why I see a 10-point spread. What is your take on the Gurley thing last week as far as him disappearing for a part of the game and leaving him on the bench and yeah. you know, doing that whole thing? How do you feel about that? That's probably the most interesting thing going into the game, honestly. 
because he he carries them, not carries them, but he's a huge part of the Rams' offense all year. And then, and then touchdowns, yeah, I mean. yeah, and then the whole C.J. Anderson thing happens, and essentially Sean McVay is saying he trusts C.J. and he believes he can do all the things that Todd Gurley's doing. That's essentially what he's saying. There's, I understand he dropped a couple passes, but for Gurley to get five touches in the NFC Championship was kind of wild. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. I mean, they weren't really explaining it either. It's not like he was hurt. I mean, he was perfectly healthy. He was able to play. He just like, They just showed him sitting there. It was, it was weird. I didn't understand what he was trying to do. I mean, obviously they won, so, you know, whatever. But um, I thought that that was interesting, interesting strategy, and, you know, I don't think you can really do that against the Patriots. you got to have your best players playing. Um, but like you said, I think that pass versatility is going to end up being an issue for them. Again, the Patriots can play any type of game. And if it comes down to, you know, coaching quarterback versus coaching quarterback, obviously the Pats have the advantage um, in that one. I mean, even, you know, a freaking steaming hot Patrick Mahomes couldn't beat them last week. I mean, Mahomes was on fire, I'm sorry, two weeks ago. Um, he was on fire, and they still couldn't do it. So I think that that was pretty telling. Um, for, you know, kind of the style of game that the Patriots want to play. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And this is, uh, speaking to Todd Gurley, I had this pulled up as well. They, of course, that was a big thing on Media Day this past week about, you know, how do you feel about not getting any touches? How do you feel going into the, the Super Bowl? And this was Gurley's take. And I quote Todd Gurley, y'all can call me hurt, y'all can call me whatever, but we're going to the Super Bowl. When asked how difficult it was to watch the Rams' thrilling overtime win in New Orleans. What do y'all not understand? It's not about me. The sport's never been about me. It's never been about one player. I think that's all in great because Gurley got paid. I think that's a well, because they won. Yeah, and I, but I think what, that... What's he saying if they don't win that ball game? You know what I mean? He's no way he's giving that quote saying, oh, you know... I mean, come on, man. That's easy to say when you win. For sure. And I think that's a good... That means he doesn't want to seem like a, a selfish player by coming out and being like, oh, I can't believe they didn't give me the ball and, you know, you won the game. I mean, it's a... He, all he really can say in that situation is that. One thousand percent. That's the only thing he can say. Now, especially... It especially is interesting for him too, because like I said, they won and he's got and he got paid. Can you imagine if he was going into like a contract year or something? I don't know how much of an impact it would have, but it, it would be on his mind a little bit more than he, he's he's in a very relaxed, comfortable spot. They won the game and he's paid and he knows, you know, he's a big time running back in this league. A hundred percent, yeah. I mean, for sure, and again, he's not trying to sound like an asshole and come out and complain about not getting carries when they win the game. But Right, sure. and then this is what McVay had to say. Anytime you have a player like Todd Gurley on your team, I've got to do a better job of getting him involved and getting him, and getting him into the flow of the game. Now, then he says, McVay said, that's something I have to be accountable for. Now, I don't really understand that statement because you knew you had him on the sideline and you knew how many touches he was getting and you knew what was going on, but you still didn't put him in the game. So, like, say what you want. At the time, you didn't feel comfortable taking out C.J. Anderson and putting Todd Gurley back in the game. So I think that's going to be a key thing to see what happens in the in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I think that's 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, they're going to need their key players to win the ball game, and you're not going to win the ball game by leaving leaving uh, Todd Gurley in the garage. No way. You know, what I mean, that's a that he's a he's a clear advantage, right? You got to you got to win the matchups, and Todd Gurley is a matchup nightmare for most defensive players, regardless of what you're trying to do out the pass game and out the run game. So, uh, yeah, I think you know, again, I think they're going to use him or be wiser in how he chooses to deploy him. And, yeah, they could have been one of those weird, you know, slow the game thing. Sometimes we said. Anderson is doing a solid job. You throw him in there, you stay with the hot hand. It is what it is. But, uh, you know, you got to, for lack of a better term, hit the ground running. And uh, I think you got to bring, you got to bring John Fairley out for a spin on Sunday. No doubt. Here's another quote from, uh, from Todd Gurley. I've been four and 12. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been broke, Gurley said. I got money. I've done had terrible seasons. I'm in the Super Bowl. It's a blessing. He's like, look, man, I'm just happy to be here. I got my money. I'm healthy. I've I've had major knee surgeries at Georgia. I've had an ACL. I've had all that stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm not worried he's about. Not, he's not living. He's not living off that autograph money anymore, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Living off, living off that that uh, the that, that trading card money, huh? That trading card know, that uh, meet me in the dorm room with the helmets. Look, bro, if I earn some money and I want to sign some helmets and get some cash for it, I should be able to do that. I know that's a conversation for a whole nother day, but talk about, like, ridiculous shit. Todd Gurley, he took all, he didn't finish the year, right? He was suspended for some games. What was Did Todd get in trouble for that? I don't know. I don't know. Todd got in trouble. Yeah, Todd got, oh, Todd got in major trouble for the autograph. Yeah. I don't even remember that. Yeah, Todd got in trouble for the autograph. He was signing autographs. Yeah, this I is mean, the stupidest shit in the world, bro. I mean, like, come on, man. My man's can't make a couple of grand off sound his name. How does that hurt his integrity as a student athlete? But, anyways, yeah. Yeah, look it up. Todd Gurley got, got in trouble for some autographs. Yeah, the uh, autograph uh, scandal. That was in 2014. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got four games for that. Yeah, he got four games wow, for that. Wow, I, I didn't even remember that. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it was stupid. But, yeah, I mean, that's going to be a huge thing. And let me see, now that we're talking about that, let me see if I can find the prop on, like, him over under rushing yards because it's going to be wild polarized, right? Like, yeah, he, could, sure. he, he could go for 140 or he could go for 35. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be interested how they set that based on last week, man. All right, hold on. Let me see if I can find this. But, I imagine they're going to put on the higher side, though. I mean, the dude is the best one back in the NFL, and again, I think there's no dummy. He knows he's got to use Todd Gurley if he wants to get a pop in this game. So. Like, they have one prop. Will both Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson have a rushing touchdown? Yes is plus 500. No is minus 800. That's interesting. What's yes? Yes is plus 500. Will we have a rushing touchdown? Will both uh, Gurley and Anderson have a rushing touchdown? Oh God, I'm not touching that. That's crazy, right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Gurley. I thought you were going to say Gurley rushing touchdown with plus five hundred. I was like, hold on, I, yeah. I need to get off the phone real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for real. That would, uh, yeah, that have to. Someone would have to take some action on that. Yeah, yeah I took a lot of action on that one. Um, but no, I don't. I don't know if both of them are going to have one. I think it's going to be one or the other. Because um, I mean, they're still going to be tossing the ball around. Hopefully. Um, for them, so yeah, I think I think Gurley is going to be a major factor in this game. I think Gurley has to be a major factor in this game, and obviously the Patriots are going to key on him, and they're planning for Gurley playing. 
you know, they're not they're not game planning for a lot of CJ Anderson. I can tell you that right now. I don't. What, I don't know. Why do you say that? How can you say that after coming off the NFC Championship? I think they definitely are game planning for CJ Anderson. Big boulder ass coming through, banging around. I think they have. Not, to. Yeah, but they're not as they're not as worried about him as they would be Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley is a game breaker. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I, I take that back. They're preparing for CJ Anderson, but not the level at which they're preparing for Ty Gurley. You're saying they don't have to. Yeah, they we, don't have we, to worry we, about him. Watching the entire season. Yeah, we. We can't again. Sometimes we watch enough NFL to know that sometimes matchups, weird things, you know, might take a star player out of a game. Right? It's the ultimate team sport, and you find other ways to win. Um, but that doesn't mean that you just, you know, abandon Ty Gurley or the defense is going to be like, oh, well, he didn't do a lot last week, so we're not going to prepare for him like you know this week like that. I mean, he's still a threat. He is a deep threat. He's their best player on offense. You know what I mean? So they're, they're going to prepare for him, for sure. More than they would T.J. Anderson, definitely. They don't want to be unprepared for Ty Gurley, let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to – I think he has to have a big impact. I think it would just – if McVay and those guys lose and, and Gurley has five touches, it's going to be one of those head-scratching things, and I think he's going to avoid that by any means necessary. Yeah, it's going to be one of those Monday morning that's the whole top of this conversation. Yeah, no doubt about it. Next thing yeah. you know, he wants to trade and shit. He's, he's, he's <laughs> versatile, man. He, yeah, he, exactly. That'll be on Get Up in the morning. It's Sean McVay, Mr. the right call, giving the ball to Ty Gurley five times. Next. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, next to a sports center, Todd Gurley wants out of LA. Exactly, man. They'll take it all the way to midnight with Van Pelt, for sure. Right. All right, I got a couple props for you. These are these are some yes or no type fill in the blank props. Are you a heads or a tails guy on a coin toss? Heads. Are you always heads or are you just filling heads for this Super Bowl? I would always call heads. There's no doubt about it. Why? I don't know. You just you just head you just a heads guy. Yeah, I feel like with heads and tails you gotta stick to one thing. It's just like if you go to Vegas and you spend roulette, man. You're either red or black. I always spend my money on black. Never no doubt about it. I spend my money on red. I'm doing one spend. And that's just how I am, and I'm fine with it. If we're, going, we're talking numbers and shit like that, yeah, I might throw some money over the red side. But if I'm going one spend, red or black, it's always black. If I'm flipping a coin, it's always red. So, you, you, so, at least, so at least lifetime, you 50-50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, you got to keep it. Yeah, you got to keep it. You can't play strategy to that. It's one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Pick one and stick with it, man, and you'll never be disappointed. I'm low-key a heads guy, too. Here and there, I'll throw the tails in, but more times than not, I'm a heads guy. Yeah. It's just more, I don't know, like when I think of a quarter, I think about the face side, not the tail side. So, I mean, it's just natural. I think that has to be as positive. All right, send them on. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, all day. What will be the length of the national anthem over under 110 seconds? I don't even know well, who's... I've always found this, I found this fascinating. I think it's Aretha Franklin, isn't it? Not Aretha Franklin, I'm sorry. It's, uh, what's her face, man? Hold on, I can oh look it up real quick. Yeah, it's somebody, um... Isn't Aretha Franklin dead? Yeah, she's dead. It's not Aretha Franklin. <laughs> R.I.P. Aretha. Yeah. Yeah, shout out Aretha all day. Um, it's somebody of that ilk, though. Gladys you know Knight. 
Gladys Knight. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Gladys. Yeah, Gladys. Gladys is still. Shout out Gladys Knight, bro. Gladys Knight has to be 90 years old. Yeah, let me Real look fast. that up, she's, too. She's still getting Super Bowl sex. Yeah, Gladys but Knight. The thing that I've always found funny about that prop is, like, you would just say if you're not, like, you know, Gladys Knight's cousin, be like, yo, hey, yo, keep this under 120 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, bro, <laughs> hold these notes a little longer. At the game. Yeah, all these notes a little bit longer, we can get this money. Let's get this you know bread. I, mean? I, put, I, put, I put 50 grand on this under 120. You got me. I need you. Know I'm you. Some hand Stop signals to you, playing. Let you know when you're getting close to 110, and you just cut it off. How old is she? 74. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, bad as night, man. Born May 28, wow. 1944. That's crazy. She's still out here getting this. But, yo, it's funny that you brought that up because I feel that on a lot of different props. It's like, I'm gonna uh, and I'm going to get into them in a little bit, but there's a lot of props that a lot of people know the answers to this. Yeah. Like, what song is, like, what song is Maroon 5 going to play first? Um, like, the sound person probably. Yeah, yeah exactly. like. Sound check people know, all those people know that. Yeah, shit. somebody's got a track list, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, let's I'm make saying, a call. You can make a lot of money. You make a lot of money being in the know on Super Bowl props. Like, how does Gladys Knight's band not know how long the national anthem is going to go? You know what I mean? The drummer who's going to be, you know, behind her and shit. Or whoever's on the stage. They, you know what I'm saying? Especially right before the game. Unless there's some cutoff time for the props, but I don't, I don't think there is. So, yeah. I think that's, what, that's, that's prime for inside information. Yeah, no doubt. And I think, uh, yeah. I think the, the national anthem is a little tricky because it's purely dependent on the singer, right? They could go up yeah. there and just bang it out real quick, or they can hold them and, you know, do whatever, right? So, yeah, that's 100%. an interesting one. So, I don't know, bro. Yeah. I'll take the over just because I don't know. How many seconds? Uh, 110. So, just under two minutes. I'm taking the over. Gladys is, is going to give it her all. Yeah, and I, I'm going to take the <laughs> over. I'm going to take the over as well because I don't yeah. – I think, I think Gladys Knight knows this might be her last little – Super, yeah. super stage moment, so she might get up there and savor that. Oh, she's only 74, but yeah, no, 100%. She's gonna, she's gonna cherish the moment regardless. You know what I mean? And it's in Atlanta. Is uh-huh. she from, she's, uh, and she's from Atlanta, so. Is she, she from Atlanta? She's from Atlanta, so she's gonna get up there uh-huh. and, you know, she's gonna do her thing. Yeah, of course, 100%. I'm taking the over. Over one cent, take it to the bank. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna take the over on that as well. Who will score? The first TD of the game. I would. I. I, I want to say this prop is what team, but fill in the blank. Is it the player or uh, the the team? Just pick a team. Oh, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be the Rams. First touchdown of the game is gonna be the Rams. Yeah, it was, dude. I, I was watching today, and I don't know if I get. I, mean, I might be telling the stat, but something like they've never scored a first quarter Super Bowl touchdown. The Patriots. Uh, I could see that. It's something like that. They have some stat going like that. Like, yeah, in eight, in eight first quarters, they've never scored a touchdown with Super Bowls. I mean, they definitely didn't score one against Atlanta. They definitely didn't yeah. score one last year against Philly, if I remember correctly. They've never really come out of the Super Bowl and trashed anybody. So, yeah, that might make sense. Like, in the beginning, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can agree with that. I can rock with the Rams on the first touchdown. Just I think the Rams. I think that's, that's, a, that's a strong bet. So yeah, I think that. Yeah. And then to piggyback off that, how many touchdowns will be scored in the first half? 
So if the over, let me give you some help. So if the over under is fifty six, then that halftime line will be like twenty seven and a half. So they're yeah. so they're saying like just under four touchdowns. I'm gonna I'm gonna say three touchdowns in the first half. I, I got three as well. Three, a little, a little, a little twenty, a little fourteen, a little fourteen seven, something like are that. You, wait, wait, are the options like numbers and then the odds, or are the options an over under? So this is just like fill in the blank. And it, and, it, okay, and so they were three good. Yeah, that's three, like plus plus two fifty, plus three hundred. Like I don't, I don't have a. These are just like the kind of yes or no joints. They don't have a yeah, number okay. on here, but yeah. Like they even got yeah, it down to three. yeah. I, I mean, I'll do a twenty-one fourteen, something like that. Not twenty-one fourteen. Uh, fourteen seven. Excuse me. Twenty-one fourteen seven. Yeah, fourteen seven. Something like that. I could seventeen take. to seven. 17 or or 10. like or like yeah. Or exactly fourteen. Yeah, fourteen thirteen or some shit like that. Uh huh. I'm good with that. How about this one? This is a good one. How many touchdowns? The over under for Tom Brady and Jared Goff touchdowns combined. Is four and a half. You got the over or the under. That's a good line. I'm taking the under. Oh my god! I don't know. He threw for five hundred yards in the Super Bowl last year. Um, which is absurd to think about it. Yeah. Uh, under, because Bass hasn't been playing on a touchdown recently. I don't know why. How many did he have last week? Um. I, I think he had a couple last week, but prior to that, I mean, he had not been throwing a lot of touchdown passes. Yeah, none in the first in the first playoff game. Yeah, and and go and closing out the season, it was yeah, it wasn't. He was rough. Yeah, real yeah. rough. So I'm gonna go with the under on the four and a half there. Let me see. Golf, yeah, golf only had, golf, golf had one touchdown <laughs> against uh, the the Saints in the NFC Championship. And the, yeah, the Pats are liking this their straight get, uh, this, this goal line running. I mean, they got both and you know those guys. So I think that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with the and under, golf had, under yeah, four and a half. And golf had none against Dallas. Yeah, I'm going under on the four and a half for sure. So I like, three, like really three, tu- three touchdowns for I'm Brady. Confident, confident on that. Three touchdowns yeah. for Brady, one for golf, or, or or two and two, or something like that. Two and two, two and two seems more like it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Especially if the Pats come out running. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually I like that prop. I'll take the under. That that's a good I that's think that's where the money's at. Take the under on that. That's a solid number. Yeah, it's four would spare me. Uh for but with that extra half, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I think four is the number. All right, so we're both on the under on total touchdowns thrown by uh Brady and Golf. That'd be interesting if they put total touchdowns combined. Like if you know if Brady might get a little sneak joint in there. But it's it's yeah. it's only thrown. So yeah, I'll take the under four and a half on that. How many receiving yards for Julian Edelman? Over or oh, under man. eighty and a half? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. I'll I'll go tough first. Number. You got the under? That's a tough number, I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll go first. I got the over because I think He's gonna be the security blanket. Yes. You know what? It's a it's a that is a really tough number because I can I can also see Gronk getting going. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And and the they've more been, they've been saving him all year, he's ready. Right. Busting him out a little bit last week. And the more balls that 
um, Gronk get and James White get and Hogan get, that's obviously the less balls that Edelman will get. But last week or two weeks ago against Kansas City, he went for seven receptions and 96 yards. So on 10 targets. So that's his boy. That's Mr. Dependable over the middle. And I also know that the Rams know they have to stop that too. So that 80 and a half is a tough number. But if I had to bet, I'm going to go over. See, I think you bring up an interesting point with the Gronk thing because they kind of have they kind of have shelved him all year. You know, not use him as much as they traditionally would. Obviously, he's getting older; he's had some injuries. But like you always say, man, Rob Gronkowski catches everything. He catches. And if everything. you want to talk about everything, if you want to talk about a dependable receiver for Brady, I mean, he was going to Gronkowski a lot down the stretch last week. Um, so you know, I, I think if Gronk gets involved and they decide, hey, this could be it. You know, we're just going to let Gronk go full Gronk. I mean, he's even talked about retirement and shit. So why not just have at it? Because he is, when he's gone, he's such a matchup nightmare. And then again, like he said, he catches everything. So he's going to beat you. He's going to get open. And if you throw it to him anywhere in his big-ass facility because he's such a huge target, he's going to catch it. He's going to make big plays. Um, so if he becomes involved in the, really the Chargers, I'm sorry, the Chargers. The Rams don't really have anything to answer for them that could really take away from Edelman's catches. But, um, again, to your point, Edelman is Mr. Dependable. I'm actually going to take the under on this one. I'm going to split with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll take the over. Just, it all depends on how the game goes. You know what I mean? If it's a shootout, it's going to go over, right? But, yeah, I mean, he could easily end up looking for Gronkowski looking for James White, it's going it's gonna to depend on a lot of what the Rams take away as well. If they, t- if they try to take away the, the middle of the field, Brady just picks on what you're not accounting for. Yep, exactly. That's, that's, that, why, that's, why, that's why he's the GOAT. He, he, just, he does exactly whatever you want to key on, he'll just go the opposite way. So you take away Edelman over the middle, okay, I'll just go to Gronk. Do you remember a couple years ago when they when they just split out Gronk against uh, Pittsburgh and he went for like yeah. – and l- legit Brady just threw the ball to Gronk every time down. Yeah, he was a wide receiver. And it was all jump balls and they couldn't do anything. So he just yep. is going to pick on whatever you're not doing. And that's – and that's I mean, again, you, you talk a lot about Belichick. That's the coaching and it's a combination, man. You know, I mean, that's by design. It's, yeah, you're going to take, if you take something away, you give something back. You know what I mean? And the, and the key is finding out whatever you're giving back. So that's what I'm saying. If they want to try to take away Edelman and allow Gronk to keep going, well, you're going to be in for a long night because if Gronk has an impact in game, it's going to be a long, long, long night for the Chargers because they do not have anybody, anybody that can cover him. Yeah. Anybody, not a not a soul, and not by the goal line, not when he gets going, and don't let him. As again, if the confidence is on between those two guys, it's going to be a long day for that uh, Rams defense because you don't you don't want to see him motivated and, and going, Rob Gronkowski. So yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Brady's going to exploit whatever you're leaving there for him to take, and he's not scared to take what you give him. Right? A lot of quarterbacks only play one way, and they're going to try to force it. Brady's not forcing anything. That's why he doesn't throw a lot of picks. And he's saying, okay, this part of the field's open, that's fine. I might not normally go here. I might not have gone here for eight weeks. You know what I mean? We might not have ever ran the ball this much as we did last week, but shit, that's what the game is calling for. I'm going to audible to run. Don't take away that aspect of it either. So, yeah, you're 100% right, man. Tom Brady's going to find what's uh, what's available. I never thought I'd, I'd, like, gush over Tom Brady like this, but 
the more you watch it, it's it just is the just facts. ridiculous. It's just the facts, He's bro. A surgeon. <laughs> He's a, a surgeon. surgeon bro. No doubt. He's a surgeon. <laughs> and then the final one of the, on these yes or no, will either quarterback throw for 325 yards or more? Yes. I agree. I, I think one has to. If it's, yeah. I, I mean, unless unless somehow we get a 23-17 game, which I don't see, even if they are running the ball a ton, I still think it's a little higher scoring than that, and I just see one squad having to open it up, which I, in yeah. my opinion would be the Rams. So, yeah, yeah I, I go over. 325 yeah, is, is, is kind of, it, it seems like it's not that big a number, but that's a lot of passing yards. It is, but in 2019, in, the, in a lot of this wide-open area, it's not necessarily. It's not 325 and what it used to but be. Listen, but you know listen. I mean? but, okay, but listen yeah. to this. Last a lot, Two weeks ago, New England at the Chiefs, it seemed like both quarterbacks were throwing it all over the place, right? Yeah. Mahomes only threw for 295, and Brady threw for 348. So he went over, but he didn't. it wasn't like he crushed it. Yeah. So, as as much as you saw Mahomes throwing that ball all over the place, he was sixteen of thirty one for two ninety five. Three twenty five is a is a is a big number. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I agree. So we'll see. I'm still saying someone's going over. Yeah, I, just because it's the Super Bowl and they're going to have to you know open it up as much as they, especially if someone's trailing late, they're going to be throwing that ball so much it's going to be crazy. So yeah. Yeah. Where do you, where do you stand on Super Bowl and halftime shows? Like, do you even care? Are are you no, I, I are you are I you into care. it? Are, you, are like are you? Is that something you look forward to? No, never. I don't care at all. Um, I liked it in Beyonce did a couple of years ago. I thought she took that shit over. But uh, no, I don't like it. And then especially with that whole Atlanta thing this year and the Maroon Five and all that. Like yeah, you couldn't get near Atlanta boys, man. You couldn't have an Outkast reunion. You couldn't. Have, I guess Big Boy is gonna be Big there. Big Boy is gonna be in there. You, know, you couldn't. You couldn't have Trip. You couldn't have the Migos, but grew up wasn't invited. It's kind of like I don't know. Um, and Travis I, 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 Scott, I Travis Scott, too, man. Yeah. Travis Scott's from Houston. So, yeah, um, but, again, you know, yeah. what I'm you couldn't get an Atlanta artist. Um, I just felt like that was a good opportunity for a city like that that does have such a strong uh, musical tradition to bring in some Atlanta artists. I thought would have been cool. And it would have added some intrigue to the halftime show. Now it's just I'm gonna do whatever I do every other halftime show. It's a good time to socialize, get up, get a drink. So I'm saying, go for your second plate of food, use the bathroom, whatever it is that you do. You know, um, it's a break. I don't care about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not that huge on it, man. I don't. You know, I, I don't. I don't. That shit is for the people who don't give a fuck about the game a lot of the time. To be honest with you. Like, let's keep it real, man. I mean, right, the commercials and the halftime. Half yeah, and the whole production of it and all that. It, if you're locked in on the game, you know what I'm saying. Like we watch the game. I'm not really, I'm not really checking for the halftime show like that. And yeah, unless you would have told me it was going to be those Atlanta people that I want to see, you know, Outkast, Migos, those people. If they would have came and been involved. Yeah, I'm going to come watch it. But not to watch Maroon Five. It's going to look like every other halftime show that you guys had. The NFL, the NFL wants to project a certain image, and it's not the image. I'm gonna watch it the Super Bowl halftime show, so they can have that. That's fine. That's their choice. You know, what I mean, I guess the Janet Jackson titty incident fucked up for everybody, but you know, um, that was so long ago. Not, yeah, but like, they're never ever gonna allow. Yeah, well, they're never gonna allow that again. 
Yeah, and they haven't. They've, they've been sticking to their guns. Good old boys league, man. Look at how they operate. They're conservative, good old boys league. The NBA have anybody at the halftime show. I think they had a YG. <laughs> Yo, the, low key, the the NBA All Star Game performance stuff is getting out of hand, bro. Out of like, the intros and all that shit, it's it, it's it's getting yeah. out of hand. Wasn't it like forty five minutes last year? Yeah, it's like crazy, crazy, crazy. It's like two hour intros yeah. and all yeah, it's like a whole concert. They got a whole thing that. It was like the Washington Post tour. Yeah. yeah, they don't they don't care, but I mean the uh no, I don't care about the halftime show, man. It's not you know But to it's take entertaining, it's entertaining. Remember Bruno Mars last year? Yeah, Bruno was last year, I believe. He killed it, if yeah. I remember correctly. Shout out Bruno Mars, yeah. He's got a lot of hits and he I watch Bruno Mars and he's entertaining, but again I'm not checking for the halftime show like that, no sir. Yeah, I feel that. Now, to stay on the, the NFL as a good old boys league, listen to these props. Will Adam Levine, Travis Scott, or Big Boy take a knee? Yes is minus 300. Really? No is plus 220. Really? I could definitely see Big Boy taking a knee. At the end of his, at the end of his performance? I don't know. Why would that? Um, what does Big Boy care? Yeah, Big Boy definitely. Big Boy actually has the least amount to lose. He really doesn't care at all. He's made his money. Yeah, he wants to care. Yeah, those outcast checks are coming in. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I cause I just don't know if the NFL would have tried to squash it before it even happened. You know what I mean? That's exactly That's what I was going to say. I would think that in in some type of contract, they were like, you can't kneel yeah. during the performance and do and do something like that. That's the only reason I would say no. Or like, hey, if you do kneel, it voids all this cash, et cetera, or something like that. And Travis Scott, I don't know if he's really the artist to do that. I don't no, think he's, I don't think he's, he's not like right. a fun. He's like a fun artist, and you know, he's also very, 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 very commercial. And has his brand to protect and wants to continue doing big partnerships like this. So, like you said, if it was going to be anybody, it'd be somebody who's big boy, who's probably truthfully doesn't give a shit, has made his money in three years, you know, is probably, his music matches more of that type of attitude, you know what I mean? It's like, Travis Scott, I don't really need you, you know, dealing to people. It's not as impactful. Or as Big Boy has rapped about that type of shit before, you know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. And Outcast has been on that. So. And to stay Probably on... Andre 2000 isn't doing it. To stay on the same wave, the next prop is, will any performer wear a Colin Kaepernick jersey? See, I think someone's more likely to do that than yeah. take a knee. I could see Big Boy doing it. You know what I mean? The cap, the cap jersey, yeah. I think more than take a knee, for sure. Um, I would still say no, though, if I'm betting. Yeah, that line is yes is plus 220 and no is minus 300. What was the no kneeling? What was the no, uh, was somebody near no? That was plus? Yeah, yes is minus 300. Will Travis Scott, Adam Levine, or Big Boy take a knee? Oh, my God. Yes is minus so they're 300. Really, they're, so, really, they're really confident that someone's going to take a knee. That sounds like... That's real. That's like, that, we, that's like we know something. That sounds like we know something for sure. Yeah, I mean, minus 300 is very, very, very confident. Yeah, very. So I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I would, that, that would scare me away from it, like they know something's going on already. Bad and only that, but yeah, keep going. 
And now back to Gladys Knight. Like, they have props on, will she wear a skirt, dress, or gown? Like, yo, let me talk to the stylist. Yeah, Who's the stylist? Yeah. Somebody, can I get Gladys Knight's stylist's phone number? Let's make some cash. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, right? Will she wear a dress, gown, or skirt? Like, yo, that's an easy one. Yeah. Yeah, man, one quick phone call, you already know. I mean, that dress, gown, or skirt is already made, so. They already know what she's wearing. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she's, stylist, I'm putting major, major yeah, point I on need that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, they out. know, people know this. I bet you there's caps on a lot of these, but still, make as much as you can. The cap is a couple thousand, yeah. and make a couple thousand. Yeah, of course. How excited are you for Tony Romo to call the game? I thought he was great last week. Um, I like Romo, man. I think... At the end of the day, I want someone in there who knows what they're talking about and who can vocalize that. So, I mean, like, if you, I look at Romo and I look at, I mean, I know he's the worst they've ever had, but Witten, it's like, he Witten's a bumbling idiot who might know what's going on, but he cannot articulate it to you. Whereas Tony Romo knows what's going on, he gives you good insight into the game, um, he calls a lot of players right, and he just gives you a unique perspective. So I think if you're... If you're trying to watch the game and have a good understanding of what's going on, because football is complicated, I like Romo, man. I really, I really, I'm excited for Romo. I like, I like the Romo, um, Romo calling games. Yeah, I agree, and I think since if you were never... to tell me it was like Wooden and Tessator, I would, I would fucking play the radio. <laughs> no doubt, but yeah, I think, and I think Romo's also going to bring that excitement because he never got to play in a Super Bowl. This is gonna yeah. be, the, you know what I mean. This is gonna him calling a Super Bowl is probably the closest thing you can get to not playing in the Super Bowl. If you're gonna be the lead team to call it, he's gonna be fired up, man. He's gonna be excited. I'm I'm excited to hear. Yeah, he announces regular day with excitement, man. Like he, I feel like Romo would do this for free. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's just yeah, and again, like he he's called a lot of shit that's going on because he's seen it. And, like, as a fan and as someone who wants to watch the game and know what the hell's going on, um, I think he gives really good insight. I know you weren't a big fan on him last year, um, but I feel like Romo, he's, he's – USC needs to go ahead and make that call. Yeah, I think – I think – Jason Witten ain't it. Yeah, no, he definitely not it. Did you yeah. break the trophy, bro? You see him pick up the trophy? Yeah, bro. That was just – And just, the trophy broken half? Hey, He's wait, just terrible. Just close out the year and just mess up one more close thing before you, before you go off into – and the they can, and they can and kick Tessator out with him, too. Tessator is awful. I like Tess, but this that stage might be a little too big for Tess. Yeah, I like Tessator, though. Him, yeah. Now, listen to, this, listen to this prop. Will Jim Nance or Tony Romo say GOAT? Plus, yes is plus 360. No is minus 500. Now, do you think it's... No is minus 500 because Tony Romo, him being an ex-quarterback, would never call someone else the GOAT? Yeah, I don't, I've never heard a former a player ever really say GOAT. You know what? I, I, don't, I don't think he would say that. See, yeah. no. I don't even I kind of thought that initially when I was thinking about it, but I can see Romo at one point being like, and that's why they call him the goat. Like if he went down and you know scored a last minute touchdown or something, yeah. Like I can yeah, see, true. I could see him saying that. Like that's not him admitting that he's the goat. He's just been like, hey, that's why some people think he's the goat. You know what I mean? So here's why. 
Yeah, and here's why I bet no on that. So you're banking on two different things happening. Number one, Romo said, well, number one, something happening that would cause Romo to say that, and then number two, Romo actually saying that. So the odds are probably more in favor of those two things not happening. Only because, you know what I'm saying, those two things would have to happen for him to say it. He's not just going to drop the word goat. Yeah, it would... But you never know though, like a like a crazy throw in a in a in a super tight window. It, it, there's an opportunity for it to get brought up, and I think we're starting to get to that universally. Everyone thinks he's the goat, no matter what. So I, can, yeah, I don't know why it took so long for us to get there. Yeah, but I've, I've I've been I've been there. I've been there for three years. Yeah. No, I mean, this is where I've been at. Tom Brady is the best, the best quarterback of all time. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen, like what he can do. That's where I've been. Yeah, well, hey, I'll tell you this right now. Give me about two, three more years of Pat Mahomes playing like this, and Pat Mahomes might be the most talented quarterback I've ever seen play. Yeah, it's early, but th- – my man early, but, I mean, if he stays – I took 50 touchdown passes this year. Like, my he, man threw a no-look he pass. He is ridiculous. My man he's threw a no-look pass. Yeah, he, he's, he's out of pocket. He's throwing no-look passes. He's throwing a sidearm. Like, he's, he's slaying that bitch for confidence. Like, he's very, uh, I, I, yeah. But I, I hear you on the, on, the, on the Rodgers thing. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, man, I'm taking I'm taking Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady might go down having the best career of any athlete ever. You know what I mean? If you just look at overall career of just greatness and sustained greatness, I mean, it's crazy. Another prop. Will government shutdown be mentioned? Now listen. Yes is plus 262. No is minus 500. If I know anything about CBS, and I know quite a bit about CBS, they would never, ever, ever let these boys say government shutdown. No, definitely They're not, not going to bring any political piece into the broadcast whatsoever. And I can almost guarantee you that this is going to be talked about in production meetings. Like, hey, don't bring up Trump. Don't bring up the government shutdown. Don't bring up Nancy Pelosi. Don't bring up none of that. So that's a prop where I would maybe throw a little cash on the no side. I mean, it's deep, but I can almost guarantee that the government shutdown is not going to be brought up. There will be no... No mention of politics at all. The NFL has clearly drawn their line with that, with their broadcasters. They did it with ESPN. You know, no, they're not. They're not. They're not doing that. We're not here for that right now. They want football to be a, a distraction from everything else that's going on, and this is the biggest stage. And they're not going to turn it political. They don't want the conversation in the morning to be political. You know, based on something that these guys said in the game. So I think you're 100 percent right. Um, you know, CBS definitely squashed that a minute ago. Before we get out of here, I got one more regular prop, and then we're going to get some of these cross-sport props because I think those are awesome. But how many times do they show, uh, do they show Giselle Bunchton Brady? Over one oh. and a half or under one and a half? Over, over. You talking about the breadwinner? Bread I'm talking about the breadwinner. <laughs> <laughs> the breadwinner and the Brady also. I don't care how many Super Bowl rings he got. <laughs> I'm one name. I'm Giselle. I don't even need a last don't name. Even, I don't need you. Right. Facts. <laughs> how many times? Oh, one over one and a half uh, or under one and a half? I bet you they show her twice. One and a half. 
they're gonna show her twice. She's Giselle. Because I bet they show her like early in the game, and then I think the Patriots are gonna win, so they'll show them after too. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Yep. So I'm gonna have to go with yes on the Giselle, and she's I'm and she's over one and a half. And she's beautiful, and you know how production likes to get down. They like to show as many beautiful people yeah. in the seats as they can. It's just okay. good for TV. Yeah. It's good for yeah, TV. Yeah. <laughs> if they win, it's a lock. If it's if you think the Pats are gonna win, yeah. then that one and a half is a lock. That's that's pretty much it. Like if you're taking the bat, the Pats minus two and a half, you might as well punch that ticket as well because that is, they they go hand in hand. You cannot have one without the other. I like, thought about yeah, yeah. double that up. There's no way. They're showing celebrating after. Yeah, for and sure. They're, show, they're guaranteed to show her once. They're not going to not show her throughout the game, right? So she'll be up in the box or wherever it is. Yeah. And then if they win or if the game gets tense or something like that, they'll shoot back up to the craft owner box and she'll be sitting next to our craft. No doubt. I don't know yeah. if she'll be sitting next to craft, but she'll... Yeah, she'll be sitting in that box up there. They'll be showing her somewhere. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yo, they have Zion Williamson total points and rebounds on 2-2 or Tom Brady pass completions. <laughs> wow. Like the total. I, I'd have to take, like, who will be higher? I'd have to take Zion. Zion's been going for, like, 30-6. and six. Yeah. So Brady will have, like, 29, 31 <laughs> completions. Like, Zion is going to do that on points alone. So – if I can get yeah. just a couple boards, yeah, like twenty two a game right now. Yeah, yeah. So if I can just get a couple boards, mm-hmm. we we out here. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Let's close it out. Give me your give me your final final thoughts on the Super Bowl, and then what what do you think people say after the game is over? Yes, my final thoughts. Um, I think with the last few Super Bowls, it's going to be pretty close. Um, it's going to come down to you know that fourth quarter again. And I think, you know, Brady and uh, Brady and Belichick will prevail, man. Uh, like I said, I got it. Again, I think Gronk is going to be heavily involved this week. I don't think the Rams are going to be ready for that. Um, I think he's going to have a lot to say about it. And I think the Patriots are going to, you know, again, throw another surprise game plan out there like they did last week. Um, I don't know. I just haven't seen it from Jared Goff in the second half of the season. I've been saying it for a few weeks now. He just... He scares me. He has not looked like the same quarterback like he did for the first half of the season. And I think, you know, you got to be riding an ultimate high if you're going to think you're going to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So um, what are they going to be saying after? Tom Brady is undisputed the greatest now. I think that'll be the narrative. You know, hey, without a doubt now he's the greatest. I guess it takes, you know, six Super Bowl wins for that to happen. But I think that that's going to be the narrative, kind of like you just said. Um, Whereas, you know, anybody who knows has been known in, in that way. How about you? I got the Patriots winning 34-27. We'll go with that. I didn't give a score. I'm sorry. I got 28-24 Patriots. 28-24 Patriots. Okay, I got 30. I know I said 10-plus points. So maybe I will. I'll keep it that 10-plus point. I'll go 34-24 Patriots. I just see them using the experience and all that cliche shit. That, ma- that I hate to bring up, but matters. And I can see golf kind of shrinking up in some spots. That'll be massive for the Rams. And Brady will be cool, calm, collected. And he'll do what he, have to, what, what, what he has to do to win. And what I say do what, he'll do what he has to do to win is what we kind of keyed in on earlier. 
He's going to figure out what the Rams are going to take away or want to take away, and he'll figure out a way around that, and he'll just start picking the he'll just start picking apart the other way. If they take away Edelman, he'll go Gronk. He'll go Michelle out of the backfield. He'll go White out of the backfield. If they take away the quick screen game, he'll start going to Edelman over the middle. He'll start splitting out Gronk wide, going over the top. I mean, he's just going to be able to figure out exactly what they want to take away, and he's going to just try to hammer that home. Yep, I agree. 34-24 um, Brady. And then the narrative after the game is everyone's going to act like they knew this was going to happen. Of course they won. What did you think was going to happen? That type of shit. And yeah. Brady. And you'll know, you'll know who really was saying that all year round. No doubt. They're going to be like, yeah, you know. How could I have gone against Brady? I, I mean, I knew this was—I knew they had a shot. But like, nah. But look, that the narrative is going to be. Some people did doubt him, and me included. And we look—we look back at another year of NFL football, and the Patriots are lifting the trophy and are in the Super Bowl like they are right now. So, and, and people like me are going to tell you, "Hey, I—and I, I'm going to be honest about it. I told you so." Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hopping on this late. I told you. As soon as it shook out, it's like I don't know. We don't know who's the best team. We don't really know who's gonna win. There's no favorite. Yep, that means the Patriots are gonna win the Super Bowl. But yeah, yeah, it's wide open. Ah, oh, fuck. That means the Patriots are gonna win. <laughs> the Patriots are gonna win the Super Bowl. Oh, there's <laughs> no favorite. Weakness. No, oh, Patriots. Ah, oh, fuck. Patriots then. Yep, everybody else is right for the picking then. That's a bad match. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, so I'm still not going to come off the narrative that Brady doesn't need Belichick as Belichick needs Brady. As much as Belichick needs Brady. I'm still on that. But that's they for, need each other. Yeah, I think they do, but I, I think it's very tilted to Brady's side. But that's that's a whole other conversation, and we could talk about McDaniels and all that stuff. But I got Patriots 34-24. You got Patriots 28-24. Yep. My G, I appreciate you hopping on on the Selly, man. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna let me know what you want back from uh from Germany, and I'll, I'll try to bring you back some chocolate or some shit you want. Yeah, man, for sure, definitely. Have a good trip out there, yeah, man. man. And uh, next next week, me and uh, me and Art Arturo. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw uh, out a the little deuce, the Duce King. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw uh I'm gonna throw y'all on a little group message, and then we'll iron out the the details with Aaron. But yeah, you guys will be locked in for. Uh, cool. Post that post Super Bowl talks. It'll be a bunch of stuff to talk about. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, yeah, have a good trip, man. I appreciate it, man. I'll hit you. Hey, my line is open too out there. So just, I, I got a little, a little bit of a package. I'm gonna be on and off long. In, in, international, international roaming on deck. I got you. You already know. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, quick. I'll talk to you later, All man. Right, man. No catch up, Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little for Nick the Quick. Listen up.